welcome, ladies and gentlemen, with another episode of Talk with God with Prayer. Uh, today we have an excitement, uh, excited, I mean, um, episode. Um, as you know, um, my name is Harry Elisea, and we're going to be turning a little bit of uh, these podcasts coming up, uh, episodes, we're going to be turning them a little bit. Um, today's episode is going to be really awesome. Um the title is going to be Why Choose Life, and it is a, an excitement and excited, and yeah, let's actually start our um, episode like we have always started. This is a tradition that's going to continue going on, um, Lord willing. So yeah, let's start with a prayer. Lord, thank you for another beautiful day, Lord. Thank you that um, we're still here to choose uh, to follow you, and we continue serving you, Lord, and bringing the gospel to others, Lord. Um, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your kindness. So, Lord, we love you, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Guys, um, yeah, this episode is going to be really interesting. One, um, why choose life? Um, I don't know if those of you have heard or follow um, the news here in the United States. Um the Supreme Court decided to overturn, um, and I want to say the name the right way, um, you know, the abortion, but uh, is it Roe v. Wave? Roe v. Wave. I'm actually looking at Roe Wade. Yeah, Rove Wade, whatever it is. To be honest, I, I don't even. Um, I don't like to even pronounce it, but um, let's be honest, guys. Um, it was a good victory as that turnaround, um, and this is why. Um, and before we start, right, I, I want to tell you guys that. Um, some of you may have said, how dare, how dare them, um, how dare you guys, like, saying that that's something good, right? And, and that's what, and there's people who have come to me, right? And they said, it's like, no, you know, they should have kept it, whatever. Well, one, that thing is not, was not part of the Constitution. But two, let's now look at it at the biblical standpoint, right? And... Jesus, he is pro-life. Um, and those of you who may disagree or have someone who disagree with you guys, he is pro-life. Because now, let's go all the way to the beginning when Adam and Eve sinned. They could have destroyed the world just in one heartbeat to make it perfect again. But what did God chose? He chose to give us grace. He chose to give us life. And we kept going. Um, and before I continue that, and I don't want to forget about this, um, I want to, you know, people understand that there's going to be some times that 
there will be really hard decisions. And I will tell you why I'm talking about this, and I wanted to bring this episode to you guys. Um, but there will be some people or, you know, whatever you want to call it, but there's going to be times that it's going to be difficult for people because either A, they've been raped or something that, you know, that it was not expected. And now, if you look at it that way, that now politicians and doctors, right, they will tell everybody the easy way out is kill the baby. Well, it's technically, they didn't even even call it a baby. They call it a fetus, right? And it's interesting how they call it a fetus because they said that it doesn't even have a heartbeat. Well, it does. It does have a heartbeat um, because the moment that the it is conceived and the baby goes in to the egg, what it starts pumping is the heart because the heart is helping the body grow. Um, so, you know, that being said... If you know someone who that has happened, take them to a local church, a really good church. There's local churches who are always helping people. There's always there's churches that they're willing to give them free counseling, free home to stay. They're willing to help them. They're even willing to help them to find a uh, a home for the baby. There is opportunity over there. And I do encourage everyone to don't have the person to the first thing they just do is let me see what my doctor will say. Well, let me see what what the world's doing, right? Because those who actually want to live in the world will stay with the world, right? And that's an opportunity that we can actually teach and show them who is God and things like that. They will have mixed feelings. They will say, huh. If God loved me so much, why didn't he let me this happen? Well, everything happens for a reason. And the reason everything happens for a reason is because he has a purpose. He may try to get your attention. Who knows, right? We're not God. God is the only one who knows. Um, I, I like Psalm 139. And this is why I like Psalm 139. Because... Um, this, and I'm going to read just a few a few verses... But you guys can read the entire Psalm 139 if those of you who are not familiar. But it says, Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or I stand up. You know my thoughts even when I am far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand in a blessing on my head. Such a knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. So, and I I love it, right? Because that Psalm 139, it's like one of the, if I'm correct, I think I did a couple episodes of Psalm 139. But that's something that we... We actually did, yeah. So episode uh, four or five, I did talk about it. Um, but 
I love it because when it goes with um talking about uh how's your life and what you're doing and whatever, like God knows. God knows the moment he even knows before you were conceived. And he knows everything, right? So back to what I was saying, you know, this is why this topic came up because of what in here United States they the Supreme Court decided to just cut it off, right? It's not a constitution. But going back, um, this is why I also wanted to bring this up, right? So my wife and I, um, we adopted a beautiful baby. Um, she is uh, six months old. Um, one of the things for us is as we're talking, and I, and I will have my wife come to hopefully soon, and kind of talk about it. But God had put us in our heart to adopt a baby. And it's been forever, right? We like we always wanted to adopt a baby since we got married. And I always wanted to adopt a baby because I was in the system. And I knew, I know what it goes through, right? Especially for a person who doesn't really actually get a really Christianized home, right? Who gets abusive, right? Again, you can actually hear my testimony. In, um, in the early episodes, um, I, I want to say it's episode three, I think. Um, but yeah, you can actually listen to my testimony. One of the things about it, I was invited uh, to um, to talk at uh, Heidi St. John's. Um, those of you who do not know Heidi St. John's, um, you can actually listen to her uh, podcast. Um, it's really great. It's Get Off the, the Bench um, by Heidi St. John. She's actually running for Congress. Uh, she's pro-life. Um, she's a Christian. She has done a lot of stuff. Um, her husband, actually, he was a, um, a pastor until they both felt that God was calling them to do something else and that they do ministry a lot of the places here in the United States. Um, but I was invited to her, and then we were talking and that's for her that she's running for Congress. You know, one of the things that for me, I laid it, I laid down the same way I would lay down to everyone, right? And for me, I told her, I said, you know, as a person who's pro-life, you know, politicians, and not everyone, but some of the politicians are at fault with this. Because they're not looking at the mother, they're looking at only at money. And when it goes with abortion, people don't really understand that, one, it's an easy way out. Two, yes, you, you let's say you abort the baby, the baby's done. But they're not realizing the fact of what the woman will go through afterwards. And what did I mean afterwards is the emotional damage that they already have because these corporations that um, are doing this and are accepting it and say, yeah, you know, we will go all the way with you. No, they're not. They're not going all the way with you, right? And, and one of the things about Jesus, like, he is there for you, right? And he, he is calling you. He's literally calling you. He's standing his 
he's standing his hand right there to say, hey, I'm here. I love you. I want to be there for you. I No, I'm, I'm going to be there for you. But sin is so big, right? And, and it is. Sin is so, so big that, yes, I can say politicians are their fault. Doctors are our fault. But the reality is, what is wrong with the with the world is sin. That's what it is. It's, it's sin. And again, I can tell you another verse, right? And this is like one that a lot of people know. And if, again, if Jesus was not pro-life, then let's read this verse, right? For this is how God loved the world. He gave his only his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Let's continue with 17. God sent his son into the world not to judge it, not to judge the world, but to save but to save the world through him. Ain't that crazy? He's not judging people. He wants to save it. And Jesus is like, here, I gave my body. I crucified it. Now you actually have one way to go to heaven. And how we can go to heaven to accept him through our through through him, right? To accept him as our Lord and Savior. Right? 18. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God only and only Son. Again. Why did he say that? It's because those who want to actually want to stay with the world. And I always said, I don't judge people. I just not, I do not like to judge people. And that's me. I always been the kind of person that I was like, mm, I feel like if I judge a person, you know, I got to look at myself and I'll be a hypocrite. So um, guys, let's go to a commercial really quick and we'll be right back. All right, so we are back. Um, so as we were talking, right, not judging and things like that, it's interesting, right? Um, because a lot of people will always, will, you know, say Christians are always judging um, because either A, you know, we believe in pro-life or we don't believe in sin, you know, it's correct because again, God tells us to love one another. He doesn't say love sin. Um, and it's crazy because we're living in the world now that is so dark um, and I have talked about this in my previous podcast. It's like, it's so dark. And, but God doesn't call us to say, hey, worry about the darkness, right? Don't worry about sin. No. He says, be the light. Be the light there. And why to be the light there? Because he wants people to, to follow him. Because, again, there's only two places that you can go. One, if you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you go to hell. Two, if you accept him as your Lord and Savior and you follow him, you're choosing life and you're choosing eternal life, which is in heaven. Or you can choose eternal life in hell. 
But again, no judgment. It's up to you, right? The Bible is there. It's a guidance, and it talks about it. And I like what I like Paul because Paul was like that. Paul was the kind of person that when he preaches, he knew that not a lot of people were going to accept Jesus Christ, right? Because we we God gives us a um, uh, he led us to choose, right? And he's not saying, "Hey, I don't want no, I want you to choose me." But again, you have the right to choose whatever you want. At the end of the day, you're going to accept the the consequences. And people nowadays are either a afraid to come out and say, "Hey, I'm a Christian." Um, to stand for what they believe, right? And again, we're humans. We're definitely humans, and that's who we are. So, um, but no, you know, going back to, uh, I was saying we adopted a baby girl. Um, her mom, you know, we, before we get accepted to it, we wrote her a letter. We wrote her a letter in Spanish and English, um, because she's uh, Puerto Rican. Um, but one of the things, like, we we told her in the letter, even if you decided not to, if you decide not to choose us, we're going to be fine. But we want to let you know that we're thankful that you're choosing to give your daughter or your son, by the time we didn't know if it was a boy or girl, but... We're we're glad that you're choosing the baby's life. But at the same time, we want to tell you that we love you. And I know that we haven't seen face to face, but we're love where we love you. We are praying for you. And that right there, guys and girls or ladies or you know, people. <laughs> um, that's what exactly I'm saying. It's like if we could if we can actually be like that and you know let's talk to people let's pray for them let's if we see someone let's pray for them and there are some people who may not want prayer some people are like no don't pray whatever you guys are a bunch of wacko or whatever great i have people who call me wacko all the time does it bother me no why is it gonna bother me call me wacko because i'm a, a follower of christ Right, um, and it's fine, right? Just I'm all good, but at the same time, I know the life that I'm living, and I'm living the life of Christ. I want to be, I am going to be his follower, I'm going to continue to do what he's telling me, um, to do. Again, this is something that I love to do. I, this is something that's my, it's my passion when it goes with talking with Christ and, and doing what he wants me to do because. He has called me to do this. He has me doing things that is sometimes like I don't even know about, right? Um, and one of the things, you know, it's crazy, you know, this is not a decent topic, but one of the things that guys done <laughs> is uh, I was in Oregon. Um, oh, no, it was like years, years ago. Um, yeah, it was before COVID. 
And I remember this uh, person came to me and she just left her church. And I remember it was like 10 o'clock at night. And again, this is what I'm telling you. It's like God works and he is choosing, he's choosing people's life. Like he, he wants them to be, um, to choose life, to be safe, right? So back to all that, this person came to me and she was talking to me. And she said, hey, uh, I have a question for you. Never met the person before. Like, I'm not kidding, guys. Never met this person before. She came to me and she said, hey, I just got out of my church. And I said, okay. You know, again, Oregon, late at night. You know, you don't you don't know what to expect, right? And I'm working at the time. And she asked me a really interesting question. Um... And she would say, are you, first of all, she would say, are you a Christian? Like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ, that he's my Lord and Savior. He died and he resurrected the third day. And he's in heaven and, you know, all that stuff. And she's like, great. She's like, what is your thoughts about homosexuality? And that's a big thing in Oregon. Like, you know, you have to be really careful in how you say something. Um, but when she asked me, like the Holy Spirit was talking, it wasn't my flesh, it was the Holy Spirit. And, you know, of course I told her, homosexuality is wrong, right? Let's go back in the beginning. In the beginning, God created man. He saw the man by himself. He created a woman from the ribs of the man. He said the woman should leave the mother and the father to, um, uh, get together with her husband to become one, right? And that moment, right? God chose the, those life who surrendered me. I would say I surrendered about twenty people, um, and He chose their life to come and just listen to it. Was I scared? Uh, probably in the moment I wasn't because you know, of course, it was the Holy Spirit talking. But the moment that I actually like came back and I started looking because I was like, wow, I was saying verses, you know how sometimes verses comes out and you didn't even know that you knew that verse or whatever. But then eventually I saw seeing all these people and I said, oh, wow, but it was so great because God, God is actually was talking to these people. And this is the kind of people who believe in sin and they believe in homosexuality, but they also believe in abortion. They, they they believe again in sin. So interesting in all that. Um, you know, for me, was I'm talking about the gospel and talking to people about I'm a pro life, you know, and I don't believe in abortion and all that. Some people will get mad at me, and again, it's like if they understood what I went through. And how I'm still here, it's amazing. It is amazing, guys. And, you know, I give it to all to God, right? And I'm just saying that I'm glad that God is a pro-life. You know, he is. He, 
he chooses life. He chooses us. He wants us to be safe. He wants us to be over there in heaven with him. And again, who doesn't want to go to heaven? <laughs> I'll tell you, I want to be in heaven right now. Right? I want to. We're living in the world that is so crazy that I scratch my head a lot. And I'm like, wow, Lord, it's crazy that we're going through all this. Um, but yet you talk about it. You talk about it. And, and again, it's like for me, I just wanted to you know talk to you guys about this because it's something that is interesting. And, you know, there, it, there's verses out there. There's so many verses out there that talks about it, right? Um, you know, I can actually give you guys the name of it, uh, of the verses, but um, Psalm 73, 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and portion forever. Um, let me see, where's another one? First uh, Peter 3, 10, 11, for whoever will love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from disciple speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and purpose and pursue it. Um, you know, Psalm 31, 3, since you are my rock and my for fortress for the sake of your name, lead and guide me. You know, and this is all verses about life, right? Um, we got Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do uh, flow from it. Uh, we have Ecclesiastes 3.1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Psalms 25.4. Show me your way, Lord. Teach me your path. Romans 12, 2, do not conform the, to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will is, God will is his good, pleasing, and perfected, perfect will. Um, then we got John 6, 35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of the life whoever comes to me will never go hungry but whoever believes in me will never be thirsty guys there's so many verses psalm 37 7 psalm 23 6 proverbs 13 3 um john 7 38 ecclesiastes 7 10 um galatians 2 20 I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in my body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, Proverbs 10, 17, Hebrews 12, 14. But guys, I could continue saying so many verses that it will talk about it, right? About life. Why, choose, why we choose life? And it's Christ. We choose Christ. Christ is life. So, um, guys, again, uh, thank you for actually coming um, and listening to the podcast. Um, you can actually follow us at 
on Facebook. Um, we have our Facebook, of course, Facebook page. Uh, Talk with God in Prayer. Uh, we also have our email. So those of you who actually want to send us emails with uh, prayers or thoughts or whatever you guys want to send us, feel free to send an email. Um, our email is talkwithgodprayers at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, if you guys are also interested in listening to Heidi St. John's podcast, uh, feel free to go and listen to her podcast. Again, it's uh, Get Off the Bench, um, or Off the Bench, if I'm correct. So um, you can always type Heidi St. John, um, and she's actually there. So again, um, there's really, really awesome um, podcasts out there that we can listen to, same as the Unashamed. I love those guys bringing the gospel as well, too. Um, and yeah, guys, again, thank you again. Um, hopefully you guys are having a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.